And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. I am a horribly deformed. <laughs> Most people find my appearance disturbing. For a card, I... Buck Perez. I have, like, kind of stupid ESP. And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, Kira Hessel. I was a feisty three-year-old and they put me on a rainbow leash. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just for stores with breakables. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing just fine, Buck. And to the left of me, once again, Kira Hesser. Hello, Todd. You can find Kira on Twitter at... Twitter.com slash Kira Hesser. K-I-R-A. You go. H-E-S-S-E-R. Good. So, uh, once again, listen to the show on Stitcher. Rate us on iTunes. We love it when everybody writes us on iTunes. We always uh, make sure to mention them on the next show uh, whenever we get a good uh, iTunes ranking. Uh, all we ask is for three stars. <laughs> you love and us when you, when you rate it favorably. Yes, we like to be rated favorably, and it does a good thing for the show. And Shit, we do it free. Come on. Um, so, I had a weird experience the other day. I was in Torrance, my hometown, growing up. I was over there seeing family. And uh, I went to go get some gasoline in my car. So I was rolling in uh, car number two, my uh, Jetta. I have two cars, here. Fancy way to slip that in. Yeah, I have two cars. I have two. And a Jetta at that. Yes, I, my 99 Jetta and my 98 Lincoln Continental. Nice. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's kind of an listeners, old man car. <laughs> yes, listeners know how this happened. It was my uncle in Chicago gave me a Lincoln Continental. <laughs> anyway, long story. Barrington. Ugh. Barrington. I rode horses there once. Yes, that's yeah. what people do there. Yeah. They, they, they ride horses and make money. Yeah. My uncle once said in Barrington, Illinois, there are more Cambodians than Democrats. <laughs> and he's never seen a Cambodian. <laughs> Pressing on. So what happened was I was driving and I pulled up to a gas station. It was one of those little shitty off-brand like United Gas, like you know, the American version of the Pemex. And okay. I pulled in there and as I was driving in, I saw... As you know, as a man, I was alerted to the presence of a woman in booty, like Daisy Duke short ass shorts. Yeah, short ass shorts. Yeah, S A S. It is quite the thing, especially this summer. There's a lot of short ass shorts going on. So, really can, happy for can you both. Can you testify? <laughs> I can. I guess I can. There's yeah. a lot of shorts. A lot of shorts. A lot going of short on, going on. Yes, there was. It's the summer of it. I've been in Morocco, so I saw more burkas than Daisy. Oh, Dukes. look at that! <laughs> no Daisy Dukes in Morocco. <laughs> no Daisy Dukes. That ain't happening. We tried. It didn't work. We'll get into that. <laughs> we will get into Morocco so, soon enough. Uh, so what happens is I pull in and I see a, uh, a gal, maybe about 20, tatted, like sleeve tats, walking in there. And I'm not really attracted to the, the, the tats on the chicks, but this was, uh, you know, it was noticeable. Oh, mm-hmm. you got a tattoo? It's fine. Go ahead. I got, it. I got one too. Yeah. <laughs> we all drink. Hypocrite. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I, people may be attracted to my tattoos. I'm just not attracted to their tattoos. Okay. Is how it works. So what happens is that... I don't think any chick is attracted to your tattoos. Okay, now I got to know what it is. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, All right. Is it a Tasmanian right, devil? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, is it? It's a, oh, shit. It, it it's an acronym. <laughs> it's, it's taking care of business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why aren't you always wearing tank tops? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Showing that shit off. Yeah. 
TC being it. No, because in one... fact, I haven't seen that pasty ass thing in a few <laughs> years. That being said, look at this arm. You know, it's it's pretty pasty. So well, that was I I, I try not to show it because uh, uh, this guy I drank with at the local bar. We were showing tattoos, oh, that's right. yeah. and he. he Apropos of the conversation, not that it matters, but he happened to be uh, African American, and he saw the tattoo and saw the lightning bolt and thought it was SS. Thought, 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 thought it was a Nazi. <laughs> I'm like, far from it, dude. Wow, right. just didn't want to go ahead and really look at the letters. Yeah, well, I mean, he did, but you know, it looked like a lightning bolt, and the SS right. has a lightning bolt. Right. Like, I, I, I give him that. Okay, like, okay. You know, so I had to. No, no, no! It's Elvis, and then you sound more racist because it's Elvis. It's Elvis's personal symbol that's that he a, has, like on his. Thing. TCB. Oh, I, I really thought that was more of an 80s kind of thing. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. It was way before that. It was wow. Elvis. Oh, what do you think people are going to really think? I know. <laughs> that song or Elvis? I was so drunk. I wasn't. <laughs> it was a joke tattoo yeah. of like Elvis taking care of rules. It was, it was, anyway, and I, I wound up with it. But anyway, so I'm at this gas station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Filling up my car. And... So I see the girl walk in. I just happen to notice, I'm going, oh, there's a girl in booty shorts wearing them well, blah, 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 blah. Right. So I, I go to, you know, pump the gas and the girl. I, I, I didn't know what you were making with that gesture. <laughs> you know, I went to yeah, pump the Do gas. Work, works good at a, on radio, yeah. 12 ounce curls here. And so I go to put the gas in the car and then I see the girl walk over her car's right on the opposite side. So then she stops right in front of me mm. and, and looks at me. Like, posts up in front of me. And I thought, oh, shit. She saw me glancing. Yeah. And she's going to call me on it. Creepo. Yeah. I'm a 34-year-old man who lives in the <laughs> suburbs, and I was looking at a 20-year-old girl, girl in don't shorts. call guys on that. Yeah. Well, I thought this is what was happening. And she goes... Thought he was being called out. She goes, I know you. Uh-huh. And I was looking at her, and I looked up and down, looked her up and down, and I thought... And this was the neighborhood I grew up in. Lived there until I was like 22. And... uh I looked at her and I said, fire away. I don't know. <laughs> and so, <laughs> give me what you got. You know? <laughs> and uh, she was like, you're Mr. Todd. Mr. Mr. Todd. Oh, oh shit. This is some YMCA shit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just guessed. Wow. So evidently, I was a camp counselor at the YMCA oh, in college. No. <laughs> and this girl was like eight. Oh, you're no. Mr. Todd. Oh, no. Horrible Todd. And I knew her name. Immediately, I was like, you're blah, blah, blah. And that's your last. Because you remember the kids' names because you call them and roll. And I worked with this girl for like two years or whatever. And then I looked at her and I thought, exactly how I thought she'd turn out. Like... <laughs> Like a little slut. She was kind of hoochie when she was eight. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like what? Wearing lipstick to camp? How can you be a just the kind of girl who knows how to kind of flirt? Like she was uh, a good, good-looking like little kid. Mm-hmm. And she would flirt, and she would use her female, feminine wiles. Yes. Okay. Uh, even at that age, some okay. girls know how to do that. No. You're a girl. You know. That. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So then I was really embarrassed, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, well, so are you still working in daycare? <laughs> no, no, no. We've, we've moved on from that, you know? <laughs> and so we had this little conversation, and I just, like, I slunked in the car, and I just felt like the biggest dirty old man in the history of life. Right. Like, how do we, you, you know, what do you do? Is this going to make you change your behavior? Is this going to no. just, no, just go no. right in the old, uh... But then again, did she seem interested in you? Did you bring up th- that you were married? Did you say first thing? Oh no! Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, married these days. You know, <laughs> See, I got a house. That's good you time. know, yep. 
Good. You covered up the dirty old man with some truth. You dropped some truth bombs. You were honest. I'm a man of truth. (laughs) Hashtag real talk. That's what you get from (laughs) talk. Oh, no. You You get real talk. the hashtag into the podcast. Oh, by by the way, real quick. There's something I've noticed on Twitter. Hmm. And that's the... Uh, Twitter is this weird, weird semi-racist universe where you always look on the side and it has trends mm-hmm. and it'll, it'll be whatever's going on. It'll be, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian. It'll be U.S. Space Shuttle. Mm-hmm. It'll be Amy Winehouse. And then they have like the popular trending hashtags. And there's always two hashtags on there which are like, you know you cheating. <laughs> and it's always like what I refer to as the urban hashtag. <laughs> You know you ugly if, and it's always stuff written, and it's kind of African-American people respond yeah, to yeah. it, and it's just the urban, yeah. I, I refer to it as the urban hashtag. Okay. And I was looking at it the other day, and it was like, white people hobbies. And it was all these people, it was like, putting your kids on leashes. <laughs> <laughs> I had one. Hilarious. On the real. Wow. You, you, oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 I was a feisty three-year-old, and they put me on a rainbow leash. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just for stores with breakables. So you're, you're, you're a leashed white child. Yeah, I'm a leashed <laughs> I love that. That you know, spite all my rage. So was this your your parents? <laughs> I don't know what the deal is because they're not the t- those kind of people. Okay, but I definitely ha- I think I just ran all over the place and it was hard to keep track of me. And I I was always like the kid at the beach who was like, "Hey, I like your family. I'm sitting with you now," and I just leave my <laughs> own. So I think they had to kind of rein me in. You were wily. Yeah, I was wily. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. off the chain. Yeah. I would never put my kid on a leash. But another thing in the urban hashtags that I, re- I realized was a good way to realize some truth about mm. being a white person is that uh, also it seemed the urban community was upset that white people like to kiss their dogs on the lips. And that was another big one. It That's was a like, big thing. You know you're white. You know, it was like white hobbies, kissing their dog on the lips. I guess, <laughs> I guess black people don't kiss their dogs on the lips is nah. a thing. They're not as... And from what I've seen of my friends, they're not as attached to dogs as no. I am. Uh, Inversely. If, if the dog does die or something like that, it's not yeah. too much of a big thing to them because it's just a dog. So they wouldn't get their dog cremated like you did? No, probably not. You got your dog cremated? Yeah, yeah. I think we almost did ours, but then my mom was like, oh, that's kind of creepy. I'm not going to do it. So they put their kid on a leash but wouldn't cremate the dog. Exactly. Feels like there's some inconsistency going true, on in that. True. How to create a comedian daughter. <laughs> Wild inconsistencies in the Oh, home my life. God. My mother dresses up her pit bull in her clothes. Wow. All the t- I could show you on my phone right now. My dog dressed up as pit bull. In- pit bull, adopted pit bull dressed up as an Italian widow. Right now, there are in, a thousand in Mexicans her clothes. Crying. Yes. In her clothes. Turtleneck, scarf, bracelet, the, the works. Wow. Yep. Mom gets lonely and dresses, dresses up the dog. <laughs> Emails me photos. Wow. I know. It's special. Awesome. Fucking white people. <laughs> Fucking white. Fucking lonely, single mom white people. Oh, <laughs> I must pause for one fast second and say a fast word about oral contraception. I was involved in an extremely good example of oral contraception two weeks ago. I asked a girl to go to bed with me, and she said no. I make my wages making pages. You know, I I, I, I work as a writer. He be rhyming. I, I and and rhyming, and rhyming. And um, what happened was I was given the job. I don't know. It was like uh, 2009 or whatever. It was a, a leading mattress store company in Los Angeles contracted me as a freelance writer to write a book on sleep. 
So I had to write a 40-page book on sleep, and they paid me for it. Cool. Handsomely. No, no. no. They, they, they paid me for it, and it was, it was a good gig, and I had to sit and research everything about sleep. And yeah, like I was going to say, what kind of expert are you <laughs> on, like, besides anyone else? I, I literally wrote the book. Antagonistic response. <laughs> I literally wrote the book. <laughs> I wrote the book. What a dumbass. <laughs> I wrote I liked the book. It. So, like, I had to do a whole bunch of research on sleep, and, and that's why I've always, again, we've on this show, we've advocated uh, something specifically on the show, and actually, I'd like to ask Kira about this. There's no right or wrong answer, but there, I already feel pressure. Actually, there's a right answer. What's the most loving thing one can do? What's the most loving thing one can do? The buck, I think you know this. That's very broad. I feel like I'm being set up here. What's the most loving? Th- just think about it. Does this have to do with sleep? Is this a theme? <laughs> You've heard the setup. We've asked you the question. <laughs> To be giving, I suppose, mm. in a certain way. Giving. Yeah, that's a good answer. The most loving thing one could do is to share your bed. To share your bed. To yes. share your in bed. In a weird accent. <laughs> well, see? I told you some people wouldn't get it, Todd. Some people don't get it. He thinks his uh, impression of Michael Jackson post, uh, post-interview. <laughs> do it again. Share your bed. <laughs> mm, would have guessed it immediately. Exactly. I'm telling you, it's not that recognizable. And we have to make it, you know, blatant to the people. That's what's going on. There's nothing more loving than to share your bed. Okay, that's a See, little better. There, you yeah, have to hear a little the whole more sense. of a setup, yeah. Let's give more of a sound clip on there. Yeah. This, but, is, <laughs> this is pilled out Michael Jackson. Okay. okay. This is, po- this is post right. like Scream with Janet. This is yeah. like... No, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Peter Pan era. Mm. Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Do it again. Share your bed. Mm. There it is. I see it. Exactly. His so shirt flying Marlon. open in the wind. <laughs> oh, yeah. That he keeps going. Revealing a Hanes t-shirt. Yeah. Hanes beefy tee. And lots of plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Fucking white people. So anyway. <laughs> sort of. So I you know, I, I wrote a book on sleep. So I learned about, a lot about dreams and why people dream and what they mean. And what the psychological benefits of dreaming or whatever. But I, I started thinking like on this show, we never really investigated the world of dreams and stuff. And I, and I was just thinking, Buck, do you have any reoccurring dreams? Like, are there, are there any dreams you have in your life which seem to always be happening or they wake you up or, um, you know? No, just a lot of dreams involved where it's like I'm literally like helping people, like something bad's happening and I'm driving people somewhere. I, I remember one thing that comes up often in my dreams is of Vincent Thomas, like that bridge. Like going over that bridge and things like that, but it's not that bridge. It's like futuristic Vincent Thomas, you know, and stuff like that. You know, it's like you're going into the clown's mouth on AI, like going really fast. Um, sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> an AI reference. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like I was telling you before, it's I usually don't dream that often, but sometimes I do get deja vu. Like I have a kind of weird deja vu thing. I get deja vu all I've time. had that since I was a kid. Yeah, but it's like I have like kind of stupid ESP, like <laughs> yeah, retard ESP. Well, I'll just like. I'll say a line from Earl. Extra special sensory or, perception. Yes, yes, yes. I'll remember something like a dream. Like, oh shit, I remember this. And it'll be like, I said a line from like a Simpsons thing. Like I'll just rip off the Simpsons or something. And then that day, I will see that episode. Like on TV will be that episode and I'll hear that line that I said earlier. Yeah. So it's, somebody will say it. No, and I'll say it. You'll usually. say it. Or they'll say it. Out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, okay. Some, yeah. And you'll be like, wait a minute. And then I'll see that Simpsons episode. That's then. It's happened more than once. And only with Simpsons? Usually. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's I, nothing stu- beneficial about your no, ESP. No. <laughs> I, wish it, I wish it could help me. You know, God 
could give me the lottery numbers every now and then, but no. no. It's just, well, Deja Vu is different than ESP. It's like, it's like what's it's on you've TV. already been there. Huh? That's not that you're predicting. I don't know what I'm... See, what I, what I heard that Deja Vu was that basically your mind... It takes in information in certain ways, and every once in a while, neurons misfire, mm-hmm. and then so then your your brain reloops real quick and mm-hmm. resees something twice. But then, in order for you to psychologically rationalize it, it it, it, it appears to be a repeat experience. I heard that too. Yeah, I mean, or it could you be just be like? But they always seem like such strange. Like, why would I be need to be rewiring this moment in time? <laughs> yeah. This isn't really all that significant. But I've been here before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I it's a lot. Yeah, it's like something really weird. It's like it would be like a, a conversation. It'd be like doing a podcast and having a conversation. You'd be mm-hmm. like, "Wait a minute, that already happened." <laughs> and then someone goes, "What? Yeah. That already? I had it." And then the other person fades out. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. yeah. Th- then, then they're like, "Why are you thinking about me like that? <laughs> Why are you having dreams about me and you hanging out talking in my hundred degree garage?" Does this happen to you? Th- then, then they're like, "Why are you thinking about me like that?" Why are you having dreams about me and you hanging out talking in my 100-degree garage? Does this happen to you? Then, then they're like, why are you thinking about me like that? Why are you having dreams about me and you hanging out talking in my 100-degree garage? Does this happen to you? No, I, some, I mean, I've girl had... girl got mad at you. Yeah, girls get mad at me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm married. Then, then they're like, why are you thinking about me like that? Why are you having... Dreams about me and you hanging out talking in my hundred degree garage. Does this happen to you? That's my bread and butter. <laughs> but uh, K- Kira, do you ever have like reoccurring dreams or any like? Yeah, I've got two themes running through uh, almost all dreams. I, well, I always my nightmares are always either about one of two things: uh, bugs, I have crazy oh. bug phobia. <laughs> so I'm always having nightmares about bugs attacking me you know, you, since I was a kid. Are you upset about the crickets? No, in this room because right I now. can't see it. But if I were seeing it, I'd be. I feel like they were crawling all over me. So, mm. yeah, it's, I don't know. So, there's that. And then I always have nightmares about not being prepared for something. Like, uh, fucking up a test exam, um, going on stage, not remembering lines. Yeah. Are so you I, naked, pantsless, or no, anything No, it's never like been that. like that kind it's of a thing. It's not like you're not prepared. But thank you like, for trying to bring it around to the Daisy Duke situation. Just putting it in the... <laughs> Um, I've had that dream too where like since I've started to try to do some stand up like mm. I had had dreams where I go up on stage and I'm like I don't know my I don't know my material. Yeah. And I'm like uh, yeah. uh and I just stand there and yeah. you know and it looks kind of like it looks like that open mic we did one time. <laughs> oh that was not that bad. That was horrible. Um and it wasn't an open mic. Oh, you were on the open mic. Yes, yes. I was on the open yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah. End. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were on the prep comedians. <laughs> um, listen, it's and it's because I started at a very young age. I was I started acting when I was six, and so I think that was sort of all those auditions and all the memorizing and the whatever and all the plays ingrained. And then I just started uh, having nightmares about it, and I just still do. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, I, I get um, I get two things. What you got re- repeatedly, and it's weird. It was um, I get. Uh, the Elephant Man. Mm. I have. You, you ever seen the film David Lynch movie? Sorry, no. Nope. You, you, you familiar with it? Uh, no, not at all. David Hidi- Lynch, yes. The Elephant Man, no. Uh, hideously deformed man in Victorian England. It's a black mm. and white film. John Hurt plays. It's one of the greatest movies. I, I wow. love it to death. Okay, I'll watch and, it. And uh, sinister black comedic elements by Lynch go mm. throughout it, which is great. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, as a child, I think I was watching the Oscars. 
And they, they, they did this little thing. It was like they have all the montages. And one of them was films that didn't win that were up for best picture or whatever. So they just, you know, they flash quick montages. And then they show this picture of the elephant man real fast, which is really fucked up looking dude. And it's, I, I right. And he's this very proper Englishman with a, uh, that has like a size 27 head. Whoa. You know, and it, horrible looking guy with a mix of two bad diseases. But I, as a child, I would have reoccurring dreams. And then, like, I would go to the video store and I'd see the, v- the VHS tape, and that would traumatize me further. Right. Or, like, my, my, my mother and my sister were in counseling one time, so I had to sit in the library, and I sat next to the, the novelization of the book, and it freaked me <laughs> it's out. following so, you. Until I was about 16, I actually watched the movie, but I still get reoccurring nightmares about uh, John Merrick, the elephant man. And then the second one is I get reoccurring... So, I'm sorry, delving deeper, what is John Merrick doing to you in these nightmares? Is this- <laughs> He just shows up. He's at just there. Talking. He's not even hurting you. He shows it's just no. a horrendous Hello, deformation. Todd. And he's like a proper that... English dude, and you don't you don't like this. It doesn't sound that <laughs> he scary. He just like he's just being nice to you. Yeah. No, but here's... let's have some tea. No, but he's deformed. I'm horribly deformed. <laughs> Most people find my appearance disturbing. Yeah. But yeah, and so I. That's what I'm saying, Todd. Next time you have that dream, just chill. <laughs> just hang out. Hang out with him. Like yeah. he's a person too, man. Yeah. No, I'm not trying to diss him. It's just he shows up in inopportune times. Like I will be like going to Starbucks and I'll be like have, buying a red eye and like one of those McMuffins or whatever. And then I turn around. He's behind me with the cloak over his face and yeah. like the, the fisherman's hat. Yeah, it's a scary look. Yeah, it's, a, it's the roughest look of all time, really. Look. And he has to hide his face. I once went to a party dressed up like the elephant man. It's You're like a inviting party. this then. Exactly. <laughs> Obsessed. Oh, Obsessed I, much? I have to engage with my obsession. So I, that and my, my other one is I had a reoc- we have reoccurring nightmares about going to the old um, Marineland uh, theme park in Palos Verdes. Oh, yeah. That's now, uh, it's basically like Trump land. It's like Terrana or something like that. Yeah, Terranea. It's like a, it's like a big, crazy luxury resort in Palos Verdes on the cliffs. But Terrana. it used to be. Terranea. Terrana. But I, I have dreams about going there and watching the, the whales perform mm. in an obnoxiously small tank. Yeah. And sometimes they jump out of the tank. Into the stands. Into the stands. Wait. <laughs> this is your dream? Oh. Yes. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, I saw them, and I was like, fuck, I'm way too close to these 30-foot-long <laughs> beastly animals. Uh-huh. And so They're now, majestic. Oh, no. I, lo- I love, I love oh, whales. Okay. They're fucking killers. I love whales. Okay. Is that Michael Jackson <laughs> yes, talking about the See? sea creatures? See? Exactly. She's catching on quick. <laughs> She's catching on. So you could do this show now. This is all the jokes you. we have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The listeners cycle I'll go listen to some Bad. fucking metal bullshit and see yeah. some shitty 80s movies. I'll come back. I'll be full on prepared. That, that's pretty much what it is. ACDCs are the only bad metal band I like. Okay. But. Okay. Guns and Roses is good? I wasn't saying Buck was I putting that. I just, I just put it out there. We're talking about last show, for those of you who might not have yeah, heard last exactly. show. But uh, yeah, so I have these dreams and constantly, they, they happen all the time. Like I'll be hanging out and then I'll walk through some doors and boom, I'm back at Marineland. And uh, sometimes I'll be thrown in the water. Uh, so, I, I sometimes like, this I, is like, this is like Inception with like two dreams in. Yeah, like Todd's yeah. first dream is, yeah. the, is the Elephant Man, and the next one. And then the Elephant Man is jumping out of a forty foot tank. Yeah, exactly. Into what, the they, crowd. what if they combined? No, they they, they never have met. If they ever met, then never that the would. Twain <laughs> it's like the a, Shamu and the Elephant Man are there, <laughs> and troubles are brewing. That's what's going on. 
One time I'm going to sit down. I'm going to eat some peyote and sit down and, and, and do the podcast <laughs> with just me and Shamu and the Elephant Man. Oh, Jesus. But, but Orky and Corky, I would fair. listen to that. Yeah. It's Orky and Corky were at Marine. Right, 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 right. Corky's still alive. But anyway, SeaWorld. But anyway, so yeah, I had these reoccurring nightmares and they would just totally traumatize me through my entire existence. And I, I, they still happen. Yeah. Like, and I've wanted, I've been in therapy a couple times. Can't stick with it, huh? More than a couple times. And, and <laughs> I uh, I never brought it up. It's, oh, it's too say. intimate, but I can talk about it here strangely. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I was, I was going to say, you've been there many times. Shamu every week or what, <laughs> what was going on? And so, then Shamu showed up. So last week I had some popcorn and I was sitting down <laughs> watching a whale show in my dream innocently. <laughs> Did Free Willy like freak the fuck out of you or what? Was that like a horror movie? <laughs> He's like, oh shit! Yeah, Free Willy was my exorcist. <laughs> Sounds like it. And Dumbo was your uh, <laughs> psycho. Yeah, exactly. Well, if Dumbo had a hat on and a big piece of muslin over you gotta his face, see, you got to see the Alpha Man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, so I, I don't know. I've I've had these traumatic dreams, and um, I guess essentially doing my research, I found that dreams are basically. Uh, your brain takes in so much information during mm-hmm. the day that it it's its time like a computer like defrags it sits and it just moves around shit and and goes this is the stuff I I need to have on hand this is the stuff I don't need to have on hand and it it, it moves it all around mm-hmm. and so that you're 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 more cool but I have no idea why certain things we get hung up on like people have dreams about you guys are, you guys are falling obviously yeah sure yeah. rarely but yeah. Yeah, uh, there's falling. There's a uh, being chased. That's a big one. Yes. What chases? What's chasing you? Kira? Always a guy. Can't see who it is. Whatever. But I can't move. Every time I'm like glued to the ground. Is it the elephant man? No. Okay. I haven't seen it. Okay. I'm afraid I don't have that reference to torture myself. Good. Maybe, maybe rent it. <laughs> yeah. Come back. Invite it. Yeah. We'll do a whole show talking about the elephant man. It'll be great. Well, this whole entire um, theme is really against my own personal beliefs, which is you don't tell other people about your dreams. Oh. Really? This is because I grew up with a mom that tortured me with talking about her dreams every morning. Do you want to know what I dreamed? Every day. Every day. Oh. So that was uh so I've learned to to not ever talk about it because I feel like nobody wants to hear it, but maybe that was just me. Yeah. Your, your mother seems like a traumatizing figure. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have your mother. Oh god, I have so many great stories about her, but she's really the loveliest person in the world, but she's got a lot of quirks. So she's like, okay, how old is she? She's um, like 55. She looks like she's 40. Okay. Okay. She's very youthful. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, I have this theory, and that's uh, women at a certain age, you're going to, you may brand me a sexist for this, hmm. but. I don't I, know. I, oh, I've got a theory. You know, women, those always end up well. <laughs> Speaking about broads. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Okay. My, my, my theory is, by the way, you're being chased by uh, a. Nebulous men. Yeah. yeah by yeah. the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, um, my my theory is that women like at a certain post men after menopause, mm. they either turn into Kathy Bates, mm. where they become like this uh, matronly, on top of shit, clear thinking, mm. powerful. Where, where men start to get kind of like goofy as they get older, like yeah. old men. Yeah. Like regardless, they just all become kind of goofy and silly. Yeah. Uh, they either become like women. Either become like Kathy Bates. Again, if you saw Six Feet Under, you'd really understand this reference. I really, I really Bates would. Character prototype. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Well, she she's an archetype. She is of some sorts. She is. And um, or they become batty. 
batty. Like just like batty, like yeah. all over the place, just yeah. warbling crazy. Like my my mother tends to go that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel your mother does too. She's both. She's so on top of her shit. She's extremely productive. She's a freelance writer, director, producer. She's on top of her shit. But then she's totally batty. So she's both. She's Kathy, uh, Kathy Batty. She's Kathy Batty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, you ever have this, I mean, obviously, um, I've had weird dreams where I became romantically entangled with people that previously I had no romantic interest in. Hmm. Like, it might be like some girl at work. Right, and I, sure. nev- I never really thought of her in that way. Mm-hmm. And then had a dream. Things happened. Okay. Things happened. Yeah. Things happened. I couldn't okay. control it. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, then you'll see them at work the next day, and you're like, oh, this is weird. So you're still working with them. It's not like girls in the past or something. No, like no, it's not like ex ex uh, women I work with at the Y. Right? So, you, <laughs> so wait, so you wrote the book on it. So what does it mean if you're dreaming about people you hadn't even normally attributed to a sexual field of interest? I don't know. I didn't you read that part. <laughs> I didn't write that part. I don't know, but then it, it's uncomfortable. Have, have you had this dream where like maybe some uh, guy you're working with or some guy that's kind of peripheral to your life you're really not thinking about, and then then you're like, oh. I engaged with them mm. or maybe just had a romantic time. Maybe saw a movie together or uh, planted mm. flowers or something. I don't know. Very rarely. I feel like, unfortunately, yeah. I wish I had a more active romantic REM life. I don't think I do. <laughs> <laughs> romantic REM. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the greatest emo record of all time. <laughs> Jesus. She but, uh, kept into my REM. Like you've had these dreams pretty much only when you're in a relationship, Todd, right? He's, try, he's trying I've, to bring this to us. I've always kind of been in a relationship. Exactly. Though, to that's be what fair. I'm saying, yeah. So, like, I, I, serial I, monogamist. Yes, I'm a serial monogamist. Um, and with the ukulele. <laughs> I don't know. I said my uke tuned right here. Serial. He saw you in my dreams. We worked at Sears together. Selling things. Actually, the crickets work on this. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just had to, uh, the, the uke was sitting right here, it's but beautiful. It's I, right. I had nothing. It's all right. You, you would never guess you're a serial monogamist for that beautiful <laughs> ukulele. And, and my opinions on broads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's a, it's a freaky world we delve into every day, and I, I, I wish that I had more control over my dreams. Like if, if I could really dream the way I wanted, I would get a good topics when I go to sleep. Like, <laughs> Paul McCartney woke up one morning and had yesterday in his head. Like he dreamed yesterday. Like that's fucking pretty good. You can right? though. There's a thing. I'm sure you read about it. I'm blanking on the name of it right now, but you can force, you can like, basically it's a process you go through right before you sleep and it's planning what you're going to to dream about. Do mm. you know this? Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know this? You hear about this guys? It's real. <laughs> it's a real thing. I'll look it up later. The stand-up comedian just came out. You hear about this guys? You know about this? There's this Come thing. on. You guys know when you plan in your dreams at night. Kevin Eubanks, you hear about this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, I'm saying there's hope for you yet because you can. It seems like a really involved process, but it's there. Because I feel like karmically, Hmm. the world deserves... I I, like the world deserves me a few less encounters with the elephant man and a few more Alicia Cuthbert. That's you know (laughs) she's pretty exactly. Yeah, if I could just rework that, you know, or you know. I don't know that that chick who used to be in the Elvis movies. So does he always have the the hood on in the dreams? The Elf Man. No, not not always. No. But I'm he's always next time pull it off. Maybe it is Alicia whatever fuck. Oh, wow. Yeah. That yeah. would be weird. That would be cool. Wow. Or so, it could be Shamrock. Something to think about. Or Corky. 
I'd like, th- like to thank everybody for tuning into the Far Out Podcast today. My name is Todd Perry. Thank you, Buck Perez. Yeah. This is, this is a real show, huh? Yeah. This just happened. This yeah. show just happened. <laughs> it wasn't a dream? No. I'd like to thank Kira yeah. Hesser. Thanks, Todd. Bye, bye everybody. <laughs>